Hello, and welcome to episode five of the Forever Fangirls podcast. Episode five. Episode five. This is a safe space, as always, where you can share, discuss, and talk about anything you fangirl about, whether it be books, movies, TV, scuba, travel, whatever. Opinions are expected, opinions are accepted, and they're respected, even if we don't agree with them. We can always agree to disagree. I like that. Makes marriages work very, very well. Just so you know whose voice is whose, I am Kimberly Amato at Kimberly Amato on Twitter. And I am Sheila Amato. I don't have a personal Twitter account, but I am active on the official Forever Fangirls Twitter account at Forever Fan Pod. You got it right this episode. I know. Oh my gosh. Episode four, you were like... Yeah, that was a hard one. Mm -hmm. But it was funny. For you. Well, yeah. Anyway. So before we get started with our episode, we actually wanted to give a shout out to all of the essential personnel out there helping all of us stay safe. That includes grocery workers, MTA, the police officers and firefighters and medical personnel. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for everything that you do. And since Monday was Memorial Day, it was, we also wanted to take a moment to remember the military no longer with us uh, who protected our freedoms. And because of their sacrifices, we actually can do things like this. Like do a podcast. Wow, it was Memorial Day. Yeah, it was. It was a a very different Memorial Day. Yeah, it was supposed to be a time for family and barbecues and And all that stuff. And that didn't happen. Uh, Yeah, well, you know, what did we do? I don't know, brain. What did we do last weekend? What? Pinky in the brain. What? Pinky in the brain? Pinky in the brain. Where'd that come from? I don't know, Brian. What are we going to do this weekend? The same thing we do every weekend. Oh, my goodness. Pinky, try to take over the kitchen and figure out what we're eating for the week. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because uh, we have to figure out what to eat now. It's, it's getting harder and harder every week. Yeah. So uh, if you can't tell, this is a quarantine episode. Yes, it but is. But before we get into it, We also have changed the format. So the trivia question is now. Yes. So are you ready? I am. So trivia question is, this 2011 film is eerily similar to the pandemic the world is facing with coronavirus. Many films fit this bill, but we are looking for this specific film that is shooting up the Apple iTunes charts. Why would you want to watch a movie about a pandemic when you're in a pandemic? I don't know. You were the one who came up with this trivia question. That's true. I'm also the person who watches videos about airplane crashes right before she gets on a flight. That's because you're morbid. That's true, too. So quarantine. What's changed? What's gotten better? What's gotten worse? What have you learned? Have you tried anything new? That's what we posed to our Twitter feed. And we got some pretty awesome answers that we'll refer to later. But for me, the thing that's kind of gotten wacky is it's not just about running an errand anymore. It's about a supply run. Yeah, it's a very big production. I feel like it's a video game. It's a video game? Yeah. um, There are video games where if you go outside and you don't have the proper gear on, your health meter 
diminishes because the radiation outside, you know, damages your body. You know what? You just lost me. Okay, well, then let me put this to you in a different way. It is a massive, overwhelming production of getting close to the basement, bathroom, figuring out what the lists are, knowing where everything is in the store, waiting on the lines to get into the stores. Yeah. It's just... It's mentally exhausting. It It, is. And it it flashes me back to when you have to wait on those long gas lines after Superstorm Sandy, when whatever gas station finally got power back and then actually got a delivery on top of that. And even that doesn't even scrape the surface of this. No, because you 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 see that you can go outside, right? Mm-hmm. But in reality, you really can't because you don't know if you're going to contract the virus and get sick. So you have to think about protecting yourself and trying to do that while going about your day just takes so much energy because there's so many things that we just take for granted before this that you don't think about, right? Yeah. I mean, just going for a walk in our neighborhood. We like to go for walks in the evening. We've we've brought this up before. And we have an amazing neighborhood with a lot of animals. They're so cute. And their owners are so friendly. So we used to walk around and and say, oh, my God, you've got the most beautiful dog. May we say hello? And then you learn about the dog. You learn about the owner. and While they sniff you. (laughs) Yes. But you get an interaction with the people you live around. Yeah. And now that's just gone. Yeah, you have to stay, you know, you have to cross the street and then you say... Oh, beautiful dog. I wish I could pet or whatever. And the dog it's starts like, crying at you like, oh, like the other day, the, the little dog wanted to come play. Oh, yes. It was like pulling its owner towards us like, uh, I'm sorry. So we had to walk faster just to. And that little dachshund we see all the time and it's the older puppy. Yeah. And you just always want to say He's hi. He's so to, sweet. Oh, but it's just every owner has a story. Mm-hmm. And they love talking, you know, it's just this human interaction. And yes, now they stop, they let you cross the street, or they wait, you know, everybody's being very conscientious. Yeah. And, you know, on the walks or runs, we don't wear a mask, because it is very hard to breathe when you're walking or running. But whenever we go into a store, or out where we know we're going to be around a lot of people, we're always in a mask, we're always in gloves. I've even sleeve shirts. Yeah, I've gotten accustomed to wearing long sleeve shirts in the heat. Mm hmm. Because you just don't want to touch anything. And then you come inside, the groceries have to get washed down. I think that's the the weirdest thing for me. Because I'm always used to, when I when I went grocery shopping, I would just, okay, take the bags in, put them in the fridge, forget about and it. And put them away. Now, we have to do, again, this big old production of wa- wiping everything down, right? Washing you can't just wipe down. it down. You have to wash it down. Wash so it you down. have to have, like, the soap. And there's no... There's no like Clorox wipes anymore. There's no bleach. So now you're using whatever soap you have, hoping that that works. Right. And then whatever you're wearing, just as an added precaution, immediately goes into the wash Mm -hmm. because you don't know who you touched or who coughed on you or what. Right. And then especially now in the heat. Right. And then you yourself have to go into the shower to make sure that you wash anything that got on you. And so, yes, like I said, it's a very big production and it, it is mentally tiring. That's the worst thing for me is that that whole I mean, I dread it. I dread going, I hated food shopping before. This is just like, put that last nail in the coffin. Right. But that's just the physical for me. Like, yes, it's a mental toll preparing for it and doing it, but it's more of a physical going out. What's really, I think, hurt me 
and I, I say hurt as far as mentally and physically, is the human interaction is missing. That human connection. I'm a very extroverted person. So for me, being able to hug someone, to, you know, pet their dog, you mm-hmm. know, to to do anything that is in close proximity and not having that is very, very difficult. Our nephew's birthday came and went. Yeah, that was heartbreaking where you have to, you know, stand 20 feet away and say, okay, virtual hug. And, you know, you're you're making that hug motion, motion with your arms. And it's like, oh. And You're he didn't so get close. his birthday party this year, which was yeah. always themed. Yeah. You know, our eldest nephew's birthday came and went. And although I'm sure he really didn't want hugs from Auntie Kimmy and Auntie Sheila because he's he's a college man now and, you know, image to protect. <laughs> I'm teasing. He's the, the loveliest, loveliest kid. I even miss that. Like I had to text. Right. And send like a silly video if I wanted. There's that interconnectivity is kind of lost. And for me, as as an extrovert, that's something I hold on to greatly. It's it's a very, it's like there's a hole. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, we have technology and we have video chats and we have all of this communication apparatuses. To keep us connected, yes. But it doesn't... It doesn't fill the void. There's it still, doesn't replace it. Like, right. I, I can hug you. I can hug mom and dad because we're all in the same house. But we were supposed to go to conventions. I can't hug our friends. Right. We can't sit and have a conversation over dinner. You know, that is missing. Right. And it's not just for extroverts. I mean, I'm a very big introvert. And I feel that, I feel that acutely, actually. I love the structure of going to work, right? Yes. And I, I actually miss that. And I was struggling the first few weeks of this quarantine because that structure was missing. But even... More so, I'm, I miss the interaction with my staff to just walk down the hall and say hi, you know, talk about their families, what's going on. Um, it's just, you know, knowing that when someone shows up at my door, there has to be either, they're either doing two things, saying hi, or there's a problem. What blew up? So it's like, uh, okay. So if I look at their faces, I can try to figure out what's going on. And if I can't, I'm like, all right, what's happening? Let me know. But so for me, it's, it's difficult because I've always worked from home. Right. And yes, you're blessed to be able to work from home. And I'm very thankful for that. But so my schedule feels like it's been knocked out of whack because I have an extraneous variable exactly thrown into my mix right so i used to work from home once a week right and that was that was nice because it was a change of pace from going into the office but now that i'm working from home all the time i feel like i really don't have a a set schedule i don't have that structure and it is difficult for me and then you know when i do have meetings i don't realize because i'm wearing noise canceling headsets I don't oh, realize loud. how loud I am, and everybody in the house has heard the conversation. I think the best was when I was in the kitchen, which is on the other side of the house and down a floor, mm. and all I heard was your side of a conversation. So I have no idea what happened. It was more like hellos and you know paper and laughing, mm-hmm. which I'm very very happy you can laugh. Yeah, that there are moments that are still humorous because it is a weird time. But it was just amazing to me. And then I, I remember coming upstairs and just looking at you like, hello. Yeah. And I'm like, what? 
Huh? Oh, you can't oops, hear yourself. Sorry. Considering all this, my follow-up is going to be a little weird, maybe. You know, we've lived through something already in 9-11, and change was thrust upon us, specifically airports. Very it was quickly, yes. Very, very quickly. And we had to adapt immediately, really. Right. Some people just grew up with that, and they didn't. they weren't any wiser. I mean, that's just the nature of how old they are. And now this is going to change things. Mm-hmm. What do you hope comes out of this? No, well, what is that saying? Um, I don't know. <laughs> really? You said, what's the saying? I said, I don't know. I don't know what you're saying uh, you're referring to. Well, I was trying to think about it. It's necessity is the mother of all invention, right? Okay. So because this change has happened, we're forced to change the way we do things. I think that we're probably going to figure out different ways to be more efficient, right? Technology has allowed us to work remotely, and we never thought that it it could work, but it does, right? Um, Maybe there's going to be less traffic, right? Because more people less pollution, maybe less pollution. I mean, the fact that you mentioned you know gas earlier. there's less people filling up their gas tanks. I mean, the other day we saw gas down to $1.95. Which blows my mind because the last time I've seen it that low is when I first got my license and it was 99 cents. Right. So you know, less people driving means Mother Earth can breathe a little bit. And so, you know, less pollution, um, maybe less dependence on cars. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know if that's going to happen. But I don't think it will, because especially in the United States, we're such a large country. I mean, trucks alone need to go from coast to coast. Yeah, but it's it's an interesting it's an interesting thing though, because you know a lot of people commute into Manhattan, right? I'm public one transportation, of yeah. Millions who do that. Maybe there is now a shift to working remotely. You don't have to really go into the office. Right. Or oh, I'm thinking no matter what, there's going to be like a rotational schedule from people go back to work where you have like X number of employees um, on like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then the rest come in on Tuesday, Thursday. And then the following week, the people that came in Tuesday, Thursday go in Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because you can't have as many people in an office building as you did before. Well, uh, uh, if we have to maintain that physical distancing. That six feet distance. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I heard physical distancing. I think I prefer that term than social distancing because we still need to be social around each other. So yeah, we have to be physically apart. So physical distancing. You know, the one thing I think that's going to change is how we deal with currency. Okay. Because currency's dirty. You don't know where it's been. If everybody's uh, seen movies, people snort it, you know, cocaine through dollar bills. Yeah. And, you know, money is always changes on the floor. So I... I I have a feeling we're going to start leaning towards less stores taking physical cash. cash. Okay. So I can see change leaving. I mean, it costs, I think, more money to print a penny than the penny's worth at this point. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if that's accurate, but, you know, I can see see the physical change disappearing. But dollar bills I'd like to stay because you can just throw them in a bag, throw them in the washing machine, and your your laundry and your dollar bills are clean. Yeah, you've laundered your cash. Ah. Yeah, (laughs) I didn't even think of it that way. But it, you know, you have accidentally washed a $5 bill or a dollar bill or oh, whatever in your pocket. it comes out so clean. It's super clean. So I don't see why we can't still use cash. It's just you're required to wash it. You know, I mean, <laughs> it is now a requirement. You must launder your cash. But 
I think my, my biggest fear with that change is, and I know in our country right now, our current president is discussing with Congress to make banks like the interest rates be negative. Now, my understanding of that, and if I'm wrong, please, somebody tweet me, email me, whatever, please enlighten me, because what I'm reading is telling me a negative interest means technically I pay the banks a amount to keep my money. Yeah. So if you get rid of physical currency and then you make the bank's interest negative, I have no way of getting my money ever out of said bank. So I have no way of fighting that back. So that is a fear. Mm. So I hope that doesn't happen. But with this change does come that slippery slope of where someone will do it for profit for themselves. And that's what I'm afraid of. I see all of these people 3D printing masks and making PPE. I see companies stepping up. I see everyday citizens stepping up, um, delivering vegetables door to door, you know, in their hometown. Shout out, Rach. I see all of this going on and I see people helping everybody. Mm -hmm. And then you hear of that other side. And what brings the best out of humanity can also bring out the worst. Right. And that's why, you know, I... Again, in my humble opinion, that's why we need the government to make sure that it's regulated and no one takes advantage, right? If that ever happens. But considering the current government we have, that's not going to happen. Yeah, well, you know, we're n- this is not a political show. No, it's not a political show. So we're going we're gonna to deviate and, and shift a little. The, we have been discussing the new things we've done. And I have to say, this podcast is terrifyingly new. Yes, it is. But you know what? We're doing it. We are doing it. It was something we had spoken about and we discussed this in episode one, we've spoken about for quite some time. And I expressed to my wife recently that this is actually the thing that scared me most, because you can talk about creating something. I can discuss with you a book to my heart's content, but to actually write it and put it out there and be vulnerable and have it be critiqued, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard. So thank you for everybody for listening and, and allowing us to try something new during our quarantine that we're still currently in. You guys are awesome. But we did pose the question to you and i think it's time we get to your answers okay cool you go first i go first all right so this is from at it's really amber hello it's really amber hello so she learned how to juggle and she practiced 10 minutes a day for a week she continues to still work on tossing the ball straight up apparently rather than out could you imagine if it's really Amber had our dog Sassy helping her? Uh, no, because Sassy would run away with a ball. Yeah, I was just going to say there'd be two balls. She would never have to worry about learning to juggle because she'd never get a ball back. Yeah, there's no, there's no juggling there. Not at all. Although she would bark. Sassy would want all three balls. Oh my goodness. She would bark. Yeah, she would. But the next one comes from at pretend plaid four. Learned that hostas are edible and delicious. See now, now do you regret Taking out the hostas from our garden? No. No. Okay, they were half dead, and those suckers used to poke and prod me every single time I'd try to clean them. No, I do not regret ripping them out. But now I don't know what they taste like. I'll buy you ice cream. You don't have to worry about it. Really? I'll go in the backyard. I'll grab a leaf. I'll grind it up. I'll throw it in some ice cream, and I'll tell you you ate some hostas. Would that be better? No. No? They're not hostas. I know they're not hostas. If anybody has something they can mail us that has a leaf or whatever of a hosta so my wife can taste it i'd appreciate that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so 
J.M. Weber writes, walking around in the cemetery for fun. Do what now? She says they offer larger spaces for social distancing, plus the added bonus of looking for the oldest and coolest headstones. Oh, well, see, yeah, that makes sense, because we did that in Canada, remember? Yeah, but in Canada, the cemetery was, like, built in the city, so you, you walked through it to get to the, like, the other side of the street. It was yeah, really weird, but... And these... Th- cemeteries have pathways. Yeah, but the size cemeteries, based on her post, the size cemeteries I'm thinking of, I didn't get the impression that's what they meant, because there, there's no physical distancing in the cemeteries we were in. Absolutely none. That's true. So if they're referring to physical distancing and having massive, large open spaces, this is a real big, insert curse word here, cemetery. Okay, so just think that you're in the Buffy episode and you're fine. I don't have a stake on me, nor do I have a best friend that's a witch, nor do I have another slayer, nor do I have another vampire who's like totally in love with me and willing to help me. So no. I'm not a vampire? If I... No? Too soon? Too soon. If I did want to do something like this, though, which I similarly kind of want to do. I would rather do it in Savannah, Georgia. Okay. Because it's supposed to be like the most haunted place on earth. All right. See, you said that one other time. When? Where was that? Oh, yeah. The Stanley Hotel in Colorado. I did go. We did a night. We were supposed to spend the night there. And I told you, based on the night tour we took, it was the night ghost tour, Mm -hmm. and on the building itself, we were fine. But when we went into that music building on the side, it felt like someone put an ice cube to the back of my neck all the way down my spine. I started getting really weird photos and it was really unnerving. And then in the basement, I couldn't get this weird feeling out of my chest. And Do so you see dead people? Really? No? Too soon? Okay. So we don't need to stay at the Stanley. We've we've been there, done that, wrote the book. Well, what's funny is that you that was all you talked about that whole week, and you were so because excited. we hadn't done the tour yet. <laughs> I did the tour. I loved the tour. I think everybody should take it. It's really awesome and fun. And stay out of the music room and out of that basement. So when we go to Savannah, Georgia, we have to what? We have to look for a tour of the cemetery first. <sighs> no, okay. Moving right along. Keep who's going. Who's next? At Love Shack 93. The Love Shack. We don't want to be sued. A- oh, all right. Ruined my fun. Okay. So you didn't Love- even remember who Pinky and the Brain was earlier. I know. That's sad, isn't it? It is, considering you have the DVD collection. Oh, my goodness. So anyway, at Love Shack 93 says they added pie to their incredible baking skills. Ooh. <gasps> French silk pie. Chocolate pie. French silk pie. Which is a chocolate pie. Yes, but I'm being very, very, very specific. French silk pie. Mm. Is that better? Yes. Okay. Mm. What kind of pie did they say? Or did they just say pie baking skills? They just said incredible baking skills. Okay, so we need to know what kind of baking skills, and we need to know if you can bake a chocolate, I'm sorry, French silk pie. Mm, yummy. And then if you can... We would love the ingredients so that Sheila can try to make it. Because if you put me in the kitchen and ask me to bake, it might blow up. Well, you have set off the fire alarm. That was once. Twice. Once. the uh, No, the other times were not my fault. And once it just randomly went off because it was, I guess, angry at me for not making it go off. I don't know. I would like to point out I have never set that thing off. I'd like to point out that I had every single window open and the doors and it was freezing and it still went off. (laughs) 
I think that's a sign. It's but mad. Okay. Moving right along. At Kindness Untamed said, sending good old-fashioned snail mail. Oh, oh I love that. Yeah. There's something about, you know, the the energy and the the positivity it takes to write a letter, to mail it, to actually put a physical stamp on it, put it in the mailbox. I mean, that's why I love writing letters to our niece, Rouge, mm-hmm. even though she hasn't written me back. She's turning five. I know. I tease her mama about it. Really? But I mean, I love that we send her postcards when we go away. She's starting to reread them, you know. I know. And it just, when she then gets on a FaceTime call with us and then mm-hmm. goes, hi, aunties. I mean, that's why I also love getting um, our other niece, Hope, will send us some little messages and how she's writing her name out now. And it's just, there's just a connection with -hmm. those little things. You can send all the toys in the world, but there's something personal about a letter. Yep. And that energy and the positive love that it takes to put that together. So kudos to Kindness Untamed for doing that. So that's our randomly selected Twitter messages. Yay! Responses. Um, oh, you know what just popped into my brain? Oh, no, what? You know what we were supposed to be doing this weekend? Oh, next weekend. Do you? Yeah. In in all fairness, I do work for QFX. I do their a lot of the writing. I ran the blog. So this is breaking my heart that I'm going to be home and I should be in Tampa at the event. Yeah. Well, it was supposed to be a mini vacation for me too. And seeing all of our friends that we met from previous conventions, but I do appreciate that they actually said, you know what, we're postponing it to next year because I think that is the right thing to do. I mean, we've had shows postponed and we were not offered refunds on those show tickets. Right. So for an event that is new to offer it, I have to give them props. It was the right thing to do. And I very much appreciate it. And it, it really does, again, in, in my humblest of opinions, it really does fit their mission statement. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I wouldn't have rather been in Tampa, hanging out with everybody, running around in cosplay, taking photos and giving as many hugs as anybody wants. Well, you know what? That's something to look forward to in April 2021. I do look forward to April 2021. Yeah. Fingers crossed that, you know, things have settled down by then. We can only hope. Yes, we can. So that's our quarantine lessons for this episode. If you've learned a new skill or tried something new... Binged watched a show, found a new show, read through an entire series of books. The Jasmine Steel Mystery Series Books 1 through 5 is available now. Say that again? The Jasmine Steel Mystery Series Books 1 through 5 is available now. All right. Making sure that everybody heard that. Because of that segue... Let's lead right into our very first contest. Oh, our very first contest. Cool. Contest, contest. So here's the deal. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to whatever you're listening to us on. Apple, Google, Stitcher, whatever. Then we're going to sometime today pin a tweet. And we want you to reply to that tweet with a GIF of what quarantine you looks like. In my case, I am the walrus rolling along the beach. <laughs> or I am the kid from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with his mouth full of chocolate. Well, we have been eating a ton of chocolate. Yeah, so I'm one of those two. But that's what we would like you to do. Now, what do you win? Well, I'm going to be giving away 
five copies of whatever book within the mystery series you need. Box sets don't apply here. So if you need book one, Steel Intent, you get book one. You need book two, which is Melting Steel. Book three, which is Breaking Steel. Book four, which is Code Steel. Oh my God, I have a lot of titles. Book five, which is Steel Shield. Whichever one you need or you're up to, you get. We will randomly select five people. And so you have until June 3rd to follow us on Twitter. Well, technically June 2nd, because very late in the evening, June 2nd, we will have a little random computer bot select okay, so five winners. We will announce the winners on June 3rd. We will. And in order to win, remember, you have to follow us on Twitter. You have to subscribe to the podcast. And then you have to post a response to the pinned tweet on Forever Fan Bot. Whatever gif makes you feel quarantine. So as always, drop us a line at, at Forever Fan Pod where you will be posting your answers to this. If you want to send us an email, info at foreverfangirls.com or our contact form on our website and just let us know what's going on. But as we said earlier, we are giving you the answer to the trivia question at the end of the episode. So... Recapping everything, go for it, babe. All right. So the trivia question again was, this 2011 film is eerily similar to the pandemic the world is facing with coronavirus. And the movie that we're looking for is... Coronavirus. No. (laughs) It's actually contagion. (laughs) You have it right in front of you. I know. But you know what? I had coronavirus on the brain and it started with a C. So you know what? It came out and I'm like, oh, wait, no. Oh, God. Just just tell him again. The answer is contagion. Oh, man. It's like coronavirus, but not. I'm not. I'm just going to leave that whole thing in there. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is obviously getting to us being in quarantine So we very much appreciate you tuning in and listening to us and putting up with our little banter back and forth. And we really, really, really hope you tune in when we start to discuss. No, 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 no spoilers. Well, but I just want to bring up the fact that. No, 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 no. Well, but what if we. No, no, no. Stop it. I just. Stop it. No. What? No. I. No. Maybe. No. Yes, dear. So thanks again for listening. And until next time, stay safe. And remember. Age is just a number in life and in fandoms. Adios. And remember, next time, when we're going to be discussing...